Have you heard? Sling TV offers the news you love for less. Hey, wait, you look and sound just like me. I am you. I'm the same news programs on Sling TV for less. You mean you're me, but for less money? A lot less. I'm all the favorite news programs and more on Sling TV, starting at just $40 a month. Everything great about me, but for less money? Which makes me greater, don't you think? Get the news you love and more for less. Start, Start saving, saving today. today. Visit Sling.com to see your offer. Sling. The legends are true. But overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. A roast as dark as the night, perfect for fueling the cryptid research and mad ravings required for your podcasting. Don't mind the red eyes, he's just trying to warn you of the bridge. The bridge. Finally, from the caffeine-addled brains of Spring Hill Jack Coffee and last podcast on the left, we bring you Mothman's Red Eye Blend. Yes, delicious Panama beans. Go to lastpodcastmerch.com to order yours today. <laughs> I'm on your team, girl. So you're a tough guy, like a really oh. rough guy. Just can't get enough, guy. Chest is always puff, guy. What? I'm that bad type. Make your mama sad type. Make your girlfriend mad type. Might seduce your dad type. You're the I'm bad. the bad guy. <laughs> Duh. Uh, Billy Eilish. Kanye West, <laughs> Pete Davidson, Kim Kardashian. What a, it is the the drama, the soap opera unfolding in front of our eyes wow. slash mental health breakdown that actually needs to be taken very seriously and not looked at as a game. It is so difficult to do a silly, funny right. page seven yeah. uh, of a podcast on pop culture while also being like, somebody help him. Take his help. phone. Get him in a place. He should be in a room where they're working with him night and day to uh, make sure he doesn't, I don't know, get a bunch of psycho super fans to murder his ex-wife's uh, new boyfriend maybe would be a good approach. Very upsetting. Uh, welcome it's to page seven. Upsetting. It's a very, welcome to a very <laughs> special and very upsetting <laughs> page seven where we will try to thread the line of being a fun show <laughs> talking about the only real pop culture story of the week. That's not fun at all. It is in fact and very, very bad. And someone else is going to have to toe the line between being sick as a dog with COVID while also having fun on a silly podcast. Jackie, Jackie. here. The reason I'm starting with the song and uh, kind of leading the show today, Jackie has got that Novid, Blovid COVID. I went to evil Florida and I came back. Set and um, and, but at least watching all this Kanye stuff and you know I appreciate you Holden. Thank you for taking the reins and thank you for I'm I'm ready to sit back. I'm not gonna try to host it. 
regardless. I'm really good at letting other people take control. (laughs) (laughs) Well, at least you were there to, of course, do your annual visit to Disney World and Universal Studios where you rode many roller coasters. Oh, yes, uh, coffin, yeah. That's what I was doing. I was only having fun in Florida, not taking care of my family. I do want to say, I think one thing that is shocking over this weekend is finding out that Julia Fox might be just as crazy. Julia Fox as Kanye is a psychotic human being, wow. MJ. That's that's a fun place to start because <laughs> I I do I feel fairly fairly briefed. Like I think I've been briefed on the situation with Kim and Kanye. I think I understand it pretty well. I think I understand where uh, some of the auxiliary players come in, but I I do not know where. I mean, we certainly were on t- we were not on Team Julia Fox last week, but it seems like we know more this week. So could we start there? There, uh, can I just read this real quick? That this yeah, is, So there was a picture that was posted right after. So they have now broken up. And there was a picture of her, quote unquote, tearfully at LAX after um, the Kanye breakup. And she posted... Y'all would love if I was so upset. The media would love to paint a picture of me as a sad, lonely woman crying on a plane by myself, but it's not true. (laughs) Why not see me for what I am, which is a number one hustler? I came up, y'all. And not only that, but Kanye and I are on good terms. I have love for him, and I wasn't in love with the man. Jesus Christ, what do you think I am, 12 years old? And for the record, the only time I cried in 2022 was on February 6th on my dead BFF's birthday. Anyway, if you want the full tea, you're going to have to buy the book when it comes out. She added Daily Mail. Here's a little more uh, fuel for the fire. Added Daily Mail said, quote, tearfully, end quote, laughing face emoji, laughing face emoji, laughing face emoji, at Daily Mail. Y'all are straight trash. I haven't cried since 1997. I especially wouldn't cry over this. If anything, I've been laughing more than before. And if I look like shit, it's because I got out at Terminal 1 and ran on foot to Terminal 7 because I was fucking late for a play to go see the only men that matter, which is my son and my dad. Heart, heart, heart. (laughs) And this is also after saying that she only dated Kanye to give all of us Beyonds, something to talk about. Thank you, Julia. I really needed it. I haven't cried since 1997. Is so good. (laughs) I haven't cried since. Which, by the way, um, Julia, that means you have major problems, and you need to go to therapy for that. If you are happy that you have not cried since 1997, you need help, my friend. You need to let it out. You are, or you are a sociopath. And um, God love it. Just, uh, you know, the whole thing. I mean, we all knew. I mean, I guess I had vibes of like Julia Fox being like not on the level. You know what I mean? Like with her whole being like, I love Kim Kardashian. I just want to like be her. Yeah, that was our last conversation was how she was trying to wear Kim's skin. And now it turns (laughs) out she was just trying to wear her own skin. Yeah. You know, I mean... You know, I remember one time in 2010, there was like a stretch of like six months or something where I didn't cry. Maybe it was not even that long. It was long enough where I was like, this is messed up. I'm going to something's something's wrong with me. If I don't cry, I'll do something bad. I, I don't know what it is, but I just needed, you know, how you're all fucked up Those in the head if you don't cry. Thoughts, they get in there. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I made a gin yeah. and tonic and I watched an episode of The Simpsons and I Hell let yeah. it all out. Uh, you know, you got to you got to let it all out. Julia, it sounds like you did. It also sounds like you're a liar because you just said you cried on 
February 2022. Your dead <laughs> yeah, best yeah, you're really, birthday. if you were in a court of law right now, the I being the lawyer would have definitely been, ah, you said 1990. It was my sister, my mother, my sister, my mother, my sister, and my mother. Uh, whatever, Julia, you're not a fox, you're Julia Dog wow. to me, all right? You're a dog woman, okay? Take your. Take your black swan eye makeup and get it out, of here, okay? Because I don't want to look at it anymore. All right, okay. We all saw that movie, okay? Natalie Portman was fantastic in it, but you're not. Uh, okay, close the book on her. Did we talk about? Did we talk about the Billie Eilish thing last week? No, it's all, talk about it's that too. Happens. Oh my no. god, it's we, the supporting cast is much it. more fun to talk about than the act than the central player who is just uh as you mentioned having a very serious problem with abuse mental and his down. own mental health issues. i thought that was going to be the only story revolving around all this that we were to talk about this week involving these care right was that he was the billy eilish might not have actually even been referencing the tragedy that happened at travis scott's concert where many believe he was allegedly responsible for the death of 10 people in a trampling incident because oh i don't know his whole track history and how he was encouraging people <laughs> to storm the stage and he yeah. was encouraged and didn't stop as people were screaming and 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 like maybe he didn't hear it but um there's certainly a lot of guards around but no no jackie he was saying storm me the stage oh storm storm. The stage. oh the kid. About his oh, yeah okay. the kid yeah yeah no no uh uh yeah um so then we have, uh, I, I don't even, I feel like- Well, Billie Eilish, there was someone in the audience that couldn't breathe and she yeah. noticed and so she Like you right now in this moment. <laughs> yes, baby. <laughs> um, she saw that they, so I believe that she waited until someone got them an inhaler. Like she stopped the show and was like, I'm not the, she'd said like, essentially, I'm not the kind of person that's gonna keep going if someone's hurt and I can see. So that's what Kanye was going after her about. But she was, I don't even think it was that, I don't even think it was that implicit. It was literally just like, I wait until my, you know, my fan, I know my fans are safe before I keep going. So at at the end of the day, because I kept rereading as I was just like, it's one of those things you have to almost reread multiple times before you can be like, no, actually, I don't even know that she was referencing the Travis Scott thing. And if she was, it was very vague. And I think it was more just talk, just trying to reference. That's what the the line was. I wait for people to be okay before I keep going. Yeah, that's completely fine. And not that she wasn't like, she was like, I don't let people get trampled, you know? What did Kanye say in response? He said, come on, Billy, all caps. We love you. Please apologize to Trav and to the families of the people who lost their lives. No one intended this to happen. Trav didn't have any idea what was happening when he was on stage and he was very hurt by what happened. Trav will be with me at Coachella, but now I need Billy to apologize before I perform. He's writing like Cher, by the way, who is almost double his age. That's the funny thing about this is that I think this is all because he was going to secretly, without letting Coachella know, um, he was planning on having Travis join him on stage at Coachella, which is so fucked up um, in its own right. Yes. Right? To to try to slip that in and be and just and try to like redeem him you know like he keeps redeeming all these great people who've had amazing oh, yeah, uh, like Marilyn Manson yeah like stories come out about them recently oh, he's like it's God. so insane that whole that part of it is so crazy that that really all of this is coming from him trying to slip one past the goalie and i'm not talking about comes past a, I was going to say how we, um, some we, sort of what, vaginal what, what sort of uh, protection we device about? no we're not on the Nick Cannon story yet. <laughs> yeah, we're not talking about Nick Cannon. 
idiot. I want to throw up. This should be called the throw up edition <laughs> of this episode Every of this story podcast. This it is. This makes Holden want to throw up. Don't even bring it up. Anything. I was watching Righteous Gemstones earlier, and the beginning of this episode this week, there's a lot of puking, and <laughs> in my state, it was just like I can't even. I gotta like fast forward <laughs> through all of the puking ah. right now. Yeah. So that is the other crazy part. Was I think it's like him like lashing out because of his own weird decision to have Travis join him at a giant festival just awful timing for that terrible terrible way to try to bring him back into everyone's good graces and i think a lot of people would i hope i mean almost in a way i hope it happens i do think a lot of people would be very upset if kind of even performs at this point which i don't even know i mean what an odd uh, i know i'm kind of losing the scripture because i don't even know how to talk about it because it's just like this guy is so unhinged and like stop booking him and shit you fuck faces i get it he's a draw but like don't you want to have, I don't know, something called integrity at your music festival? But or I think like that Kanye, and I don't know, I can't speak for him, but I would assume that a lot of it is what he thinks is going on in his brain. I'm not going to like podcast psychologist at him right now, but I would assume that maybe he thinks that people are after him. I would assume that maybe that he thinks that people are being wrongly um, unjust towards the people that he works with. And I right. do wonder that if it is like this, especially with how he's acting, I would assume that maybe that there are some delusion issues going on here. Again, I have no idea, but like, I, I, he seems like he's acting like he's backed into a corner yeah. when he's not. Right. In other words, a manic episode, right? Yes. I mean, or, or, or possibly, I don't even, I mean, I don't, again, I don't want to say anything, but it's like, it is reminiscent of like, maybe like a schizophrenic episode uh-huh. or maybe, you know, something that's a little bit bigger than just what is happening. And yet, we as a people are just allowing him to like post private text messages right. between him and his ex-wife. It's like, I know that we couldn't stop him. We can't change anything. But it is like, this is very scary. It has to be, so, they're, they're human beings. And this is, it's it's hard to talk about, right? Because it's like, you you... It's you have to we have to talk about it as we talk about it is like that there's two things going on. One is that we know that Kanye has a history of like, you know, struggling with mental health issues like we we know that we know it from him. We know it from Kim like we it's like, you know, and what he's doing to Kim is like very clearly abusive Um and, you know, it's it's abuse, it's harassment, it's manipulation. And I feel like it's just, I, I think that most people who, who I don't know, at least people who listen to the show, if not all the people following it, can hold both of those things in their head. And, and it, but it's, that's why I'm like struggling. It's it's hard to figure out how to talk about because you, you want to have empathy for, for Kanye, who's like clearly in crisis, but also he's like being like a violent abuser. And you and you have to acknowledge that, too. And, and, and both of those things are true. Right. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Because that's yeah. So and so let's get into it. Uh, Skeet Gate Skeet um, is a very the whole funny. rest of it. Right. And I MJ. So and you and the, I the Skeet thing is funny. I, I will hand that to him. <laughs> you and I watch this in real time. Right. Kind of go down during the Super Bowl. So, by the way, I'm um, watching the Super Bowl with my parents. And, uh, you know, we have Winnie and Lexi as well, obviously. And mostly I'm watching with my dad. My 
We'll get to the halftime show later, but my favorite part was my dad trying to talk to me about this documentary about Joni Mitchell and the Beach Boys while I'm desperately just trying to enjoy the halftime show. show, To the the opposite of that. Yeah, exactly. To the point where I had to turn to him and be like, Dad, I am desperately, this is the only part of the whole thing I wanted to see. And you're screaming, you're trying to talk to me about a fucking documentary about songwriters in the valley of Los Angeles. I bet bet it's a great doc. it's, it is, I have seen the and I even after I, I my flip out it I was even like better. Dad I know I know that was the thing and I was like after my flip out I was like and I've seen that documentary and it's very good <laughs> and then the and then the show ended and then I turned back and it literally ended and I was like I do want this is reminding me of why I moved out of state as soon as <laughs> I've also seen Echo in the Canyon yes I've Echo in the Canyon it's very good fucking documentary I just did canyon. not need to hear about it while Kendrick Lamar was fucking throwing it down on the, the halftime show was, is an absolute high. I cannot wait to talk about well, it well, I absolutely it. but before we get there of course we, we, you saw right and I don't know about you Jackie I don't know if you were like you were just like um, you don't know anything about me hold it rubbing your mother's thighs with yeah. oil or something yeah yeah, yeah, you gotta lube her up, or else how am I gonna <laughs> slip her in <laughs> to her pants, please? All right, please, everybody. <laughs> could you could not have a dirty thought about Jackie and her mother for two seconds, uh, audience? <laughs> but we saw this go down in real time. Is the weirdest part of it all? Like I'm watch, I'm just keep pulling up Instagram, thinking it's over, and just another post. My favorite one probably being him posting a picture uh, that we covered on the show of. Machine Gun Kelly and Pete Davidson doing that underwear uh, social media ad campaign was very funny. Right? Well, how do you feel about then the <laughs> him calling out Michael Che and Michael Che's response? I could not believe it. First of all, this is how I feel about it. I think Kanye forgets, or maybe he didn't rewatch the tape. But Che was one of the few people in the background when he got went in on Trump during his weird post-show speech to the audience at SNL. He was one of the few people who noped out of there, who literally slow, <laughs> did a slow back away and got the fuck out uh, so as to not support anything he was saying. So I'm like, why do you think this guy thinks you're like um an ally or whatever in all of this you know what i mean like i just don't i don't understand so Che's response if you haven't looked it up and then to see his response and there were a kind of lo- a loose reverence to kevin barnett in there with um his record label or his uh his his musical group the slap butts um there was just weird it was just so surreal to see this personal connection to this whole situation. If you don't know, he asked Shay, he told Shay he'd double his salary if not he would, work I with guess, Pete like, Davidson st- ever again. Not work with Pete Davidson, which is so insane. Um, but to, but again, it's like how, it's like that almost, I feel like you're racist at this point. Like, why do you think that this guy, just because he's a, a black cast member of SNL, like you can get him on your side? That's what it seems like. And I don't think Shay does really back a lot of your shit. You know what I mean? And again, I go back to that post-show speech where he got the fuck out when you started talking all this crazy shit about Trump. He literally ran off of the stage as if he was on fire because of the shit you were saying uh, to the audience of SNL. So why do you think he is just automatically um, gonna just like back you up with this completely insane diatribe. Anyways, I don't know. if That was so funny, though. If you haven't seen Che's response, definitely look it it's up. Che's response was very funny. And yeah, I mean, I feel like Che, as a member of SNL, is somebody who, like, 
he doesn't necessarily court controversy, but he's like a, you know, he's a, he's a, he's a, he fucks around. He's a contrarian. Like oh, he, yeah. I, so maybe that was, maybe Kanye was oh, like, maybe that too. you know, like he doesn't shy away from saying things that he knows people won't like, but also Shay is very smart. <laughs> and, uh, and so, yeah, he dealt with it pretty diplomatically, which is to be like, I would never betray my friends unless you tripled my salary. Like a good, yeah. how else he can you deal with it? You know, a perfect comic way. Like, what are you supposed to do? I guess, you know, we, Holden and I were talking about this before we started recording. Like, imagine you are Pete Davidson or Pete Davidson's friend, yeah. Michael Shea or any other SNL cast member or whatever. And you're just like, man, how did we get here? Yeah. Like Pete Davidson is so young. He like catapulted to fame so quickly he just dated every fucking beautiful woman on earth so fast and now he has Kanye like sending threats after him he must be so disoriented I cannot imagine how can you imagine you're just like I'm just a comic like what like Kanye West wants to kill me like what I I truly it must be and for Shay and like I said whoever else it must just be like wow this escalated quickly mm-hmm. like how do we deal with well, this same, it's the same response that Billie Eilish is having of like why am I dragged into this yeah and just immediately like whoa 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 I have nothing to do with any of these things and it is just him reaching out and just trying to drag in as many people as he can well and that it brings me to that crazy civil war meme that he posted the marvel civil war meme he posted where he has Two side, they use the poster from Civil War where like the different characters are pitted against each other, but he, the faces are photoshopped on top of it. And on one side, you have him, Drake, Julia Fox, who I believe would not be uh, a part of that team anymore, Travis Scott, and the rapper Future, uh, versus Pete Davidson, Kim Kardashian, Kid Cudi, who we didn't mention yet, who kind of this whole thing started in a lot of ways with him denouncing Kid Cudi yes. because of his rel- friendship with Pete Davidson, saying he wouldn't be on the new album. Um, Billie Eilish, and at the very back there, I couldn't believe it. Lo and behold, Taylor Swift, who has not mentioned him in over five years, who has been so not a part of any of, like, what in the fuck? Also, um, one thing, you know, people couldn't help but bring up, which I also noted, was like, what is it with you, bro, and going after these, like, Young women in music, and and like what it what is that like? Because I think T Swift was in her twenties at that point. Billie Eilish is what? How old? She's like twenty two, if that. I think you're a forty four year old man, bro. Yeah. yeah. What the fuck? And it's like I was thinking this too. It's not like I mean Taylor Swift at the time twenty by the way twenty twenty and Billie Eilish. It's like they both have a lot of status, like in terms of like you know. Pop yeah, culture I don't status. Make it like they're weak or something. No, they're right? Women. No, but but it is. They're just twenty. No, exactly. No, exactly. Like it, it's it's it, it, you know I feel like it's this thing where it's like yeah on the one hand Billie Eilish is like you know right now to your average probably fourteen year old as big a name or bigger than Kanye West right like but obviously he has more power and status than that like they're, they're even if they're. It's not like he's choosing like a random 20-year-old girl to go after, 20-year-old woman to go after on the one hand. But on the other hand, I completely agree with you, Holden, that it's like, who are you choosing to target? Honestly, even Pete Davidson, he's a guy and he's, but he's young, you know. Oh, he, yeah, not, yeah. None of these people have the the same, you know, status. Uh, Kanye West doesn't exactly have institutional status in the sense that he's not like, uh, 
you know, he's not like the president or he's not like. But he's been in our zeitgeist for such a long time and he is right. such he's an very inspiration powerful. to so many people or at least was. Right. Um, that I think that he is a he is a household name yeah. easily. I mean, my parents know who Kanye West is. You know, it's like that says something. Right. Like to harness and that against Billy Eilish. Young, yeah. I totally agree. It's like I'm. He, or a you, lot of his fans are. Psycho. A lot of his fans are diehards, at least. I won't say psycho. Right. They're diehards and they don't care what he does. You know, it doesn't matter what he does. They love his music so much that if he were to say, ask them all to beat the shit out of somebody, um, they would probably be into that. And obviously, you know what, I mean? what he did to Taylor Swift followed her for, I mean, it's still a huge she part made a whole of. album about it. Yeah. It, 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 it <laughs> had a huge impact on her career, you know? So, like, I, yeah. on the one hand, I'm like, okay, People Billie Eilish is like, years. Billie Eilish is, is, is a very you know, powerful person in her own right. And, and I think she'll be fine. But yeah, I totally agree that there's just oh, yeah. like this, this is, it's like this, it's like this bully. It's like this high status bullying, you know, and it's totally going to impact her life just like it impacted Taylor Swift's. And I don't want to sit here and say I'm a perfect person. In fact, one of the first things that hit me was this seems like something I probably would have done if I felt wronged by a girlfriend back when I was in high school and she started dating some guy I hated and uh, I had social media. I was going to say, imagine if you had social media when you were in high school. It, but. It yeah. seemed, but but again, and it the really, reach that he has, right? Yeah, and and you know, I was petty about an ex in my twenties. Um, I never did anything on this level, but uh, uh, there were some small similarities. And again, I hate the person I was, and um, a lot has changed now that I am almost forty. Kanye, you're forty four years old. This is so pathetically sad to go off on you know, these people so publicly on Instagram, knowing how much responsibility you have, knowing how much sway you have over tons of people who blindly follow you because they love your music. It is so deeply irresponsible. And at least there's some people out there saying that, including his own ex, whose texts, we know this because he posted the texts from her, which is another, again, another massive betrayal of privacy um, it's just so fucked up. By the way, g- shout out to Kid Cudi. Um, so this all started with Kanye posting a um a, a notepad with the with the words written. Just so everyone knows, Cudi will not be on Donda because he's friends with that's the Donda Two is the new album because he's friends with you know who. We all speak in Billy language now, which is all it's saying that just... Billy, which is all again saying we that Billy's just this passive aggressive asshole that's just trying and helping her fan. She's trying to throw shade at I Travis. Yeah, I'm sure that's what up. happened. A whole narrative in his head oh, that he yeah. really truly believes, and it's scary. And it's and I just like in my brain, I'm like, are celebrities so infallible, quote unquote, that there's no one that can stop him from yeah, doing this? Right. So right. insane, right? Well, like, I think I the mean, PR you people guys came would, in, like, come into my house and be like, nope, we're taking. Let me take the phone away for a bit. Let's go get you some help. Let's have some like right. And it's like it's also sad. It's like there's no one in his life that's like. Hey man, maybe you shouldn't do these things. Right. right so now. I think the PR people came in. I'll get to that post in a second. But a shout out to Cuddy. Uh, what I was getting to is his his comment in response to that was, "Too bad I don't want to be on your album, you fucking dinosaur." Ha ha ha! <laughs> Laughing emoji. Everyone knows I've been the best thing about your album since I met you. I'm a Whoa. pray for you, brother. Whoa. Peace sign, which wow. is like holy kind of shouts. Oh, like that was a little too hard. But actually, at the end of the day, everyone's so so way over the top freaked uh, afraid of being too mean to him that I almost appreciate the brutal honesty because I feel like people are way too soft towards him and he's allowed to just 
drag everyone through the mud all he wants you know and then and then people i think are because he's this golden god that no one can touch and it's it's over it's like the cracks are in the facade man i i don't i don't buy it anymore and I like uh, my beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. I think it's a fantastic album. I was going to say, like, I definitely am on the show <laughs> years ago. Like, there was a, a a period of time, I feel like, before it was, like, really clear that Kanye was, like, having, like, a really acute, like, mental health crisis on, ongoing um, that... Uh, but where he still got a ton of shit. There's no question that Kanye has always gotten a lot of unfair shit that has been informed by all sorts of things. Mm-hmm. And I think that he his persecution complex is like rooted in reality, right? Like where he's mm-hmm. always felt like no one takes him seriously and where he's a genius and where he'll say something that makes sense and people will be like, that doesn't make any sense. And people are condescending to him and people um, are dismissive to him and people... You know, I, I so I I feel like and I and that's that's always been to me like a important point to to make about him that not, he was obviously in the wrong about the Taylor stuff um, at that time. But I also think you could make arguments that he was at the time trying to make points about like what was seen as serious, what what was recognized in the mu- music industry and what wasn't. You know, like the, he was there. There was a lot of what he did in. I think, you know, it, it, pre-2016, 2015, 24, like, however, wherever you want to draw the line, and I, that I'm sure it could be probably pretty clearly drawn, where it's like, okay, you're, like, really weird, you're really intense, you're, like, really an asshole, but also, like, there's these things that are obviously really important to you, um, and that those are, and and there's, like, you deserve to be, like, listened to and taken seriously, and these are all the ways in which you are, like, institutionally mistreated by media coverage of him or whatever. I think that that's totally fair, the way he talks about how the fashion industry treated him or whatever. Like, putting all that aside, you know, what you have since then is this, like, a, a, a escalating mental health crisis and, again, the the abuse, you know? It's like... And, and it was, obviously, I think what he did to Taylor back then was abusive and and what he's doing to Kim now is just... So it's like, I don't know what accountability looks like right now when you have to be like, you need help and also you need to be held accountable for what you're doing. But like, like you know, and you have been treated poorly uh, and you have a right to feel like people don't... T- called you an idiot for decades you know it doesn't mean that this is allowed behavior this is not acceptable behavior right and it is you know he needs to be you're you're completely right i completely agree with you but what do you do you know yeah and honestly not to even shift into it's like similar with nick cannon this the nick cannon thing is is (laughs) i can't i'm so glad we're chasing this yeah this is just you know before i was about to say how like at the same time, I feel bad like going in on Kanye even that hard because I do think that there's this is a mental health issue. He we needs need help. to show empathy in these times and this, that, and the other. Um, but, but what it's also I can't a mental actually... health issue of what he's doing to these people because yes. these celebrities yeah. are still human beings. Yes, right, right. and no, he's, totally. he's he's harassing and threatening and be abusing no, people. Totally. There's just no question no, about it, right? No, he needs something needs to something needs to happen. But don't but, worry, um, Nick Cannon is all he's a hundred percent supports him. It came out today. He. <laughs> oh, he supports okay. Kanye West's efforts to win over his estranged wife. Wait, you're kidding. He's Nick a, Cannon really just, said that? 
He yes, he's he quote is he's just trying to get his woman back. Oh my <laughs> oh, fucking <laughs> is what he said. Of course, oh, people were so. I, I was about to say too. It's like a little more gray. At least I can tell Nick Cannon to just straight up go fuck himself because he is actually. A but this is on top shit. of the fact of what the story that we were here to talk about, which is that Nick Cannon put out a song that dropped yesterday called Alone, which is straight up a song that he samples Mariah Carey's 1990 single, Love Take Time. Just and in case you were confused, MJ, about who it was about, um, you know. He <laughs> oh, do you want some of the lyrics? As much as I want you back, it's probably better where you at, because I'm still running the streets. I'm still all in the sheets, having babies, models yeah, and singers and actresses saying they pregnant by me. These you are lies. Just impregnated another just, woman. You also just, just lost a child to just ago <laughs> and what i say yes. i'm cool when i know i miss it i trade it all for the case if i could have you back if i could go back to where we started at yesterday he released this song this, yesterday it's this I just makes so much sense that he defended god wasn't it three women he impregnated last year Alone wasn't that yes. the story? Is he, and week? we were like yes. pathologizing him. Like we were, we were podcast psychologizing him last week. Like, is this some sort of thing he has to do? Like, does he get off on impregnating people? And now I'm like, is he just trying to show Mariah Carey that he can like? Is this are all these babies that he's had since her just to be like, well, I can do it with somebody else, you know? Like, <laughs> like is this all some sort of grand gesture to her? See what my dick could do. <laughs> can we can we just talk about uh, stuff crust pizza crocs or something? Is there something in the story? I this mean, we week? can. I definitely almost <laughs> in my COVID brain wanted to order what is it called a bat zone? What do they have at the? Oh at yeah, the pizza yeah. Huts? I saw Mike Lawrence posted uh, <laughs> a bat zone. That's what it is. The, the bat zone. Batman themed. It's a Batman themed pizza calzone, I believe, Ooh, uh, in the shape of a bat. Uh, the Batman logo that uh, the bat kind of yeah. It's called a, it's a Batman calzone, and it God, it's supposed to look like. <laughs> Oh, you want to talk Let's about Calzone? Said, yeah, real quick, we're going to just bring this in. Describe it for us, Jackie. <laughs> it describe is, it. Oh. Then we'll go back to Nick Cannon. Uh, it is. So that. it's a, the shape of a full pizza. It's like the circle. What it's do I even Google? Out. Bat zone? <laughs> yeah, you put it Batman Calzone. Okay. It's bats. not a calzone because we all know what a calzone is. This is an open face pizza. Um, and they so they take two of the flaps and they flap it over to try and make a it makes me think of in Peacemaker when he tries to draw the peace dove and he's like every time I draw it it just looks like a ghost this doesn't look like Batman it looks like a ghost I don't know what this is supposed to be Batman Calzone it, it is it, 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 that's Jackie's COVID corner it is really what I want to talk about Batman Calzone it is definitely called a Calzone which is funny because I think it, the Pizza Hut uh, trademark is Pizzone, but the Little Caesars trademark appears to be Calzone, which I I gotta say I vote for Calzone. I'm sorry, that's I a love much funnier Calzone. word. I think I don't I don't know if I like Little Caesars, but we don't need to talk about this right now. I guess three women in one it's year. Just I actually I think it's three kids in one year. One of them were twins. Please okay. hold in. Sorry Please. about that. He impregnated only two different women in one year. Could you fathom that? I couldn't even. I, no. I guess just having a kid recently just makes me so blown away by that. But I guess it's all fine and good until you're trying to get um, 
the first one back that you How impregnated would you with feel? two children. All right, you're in Mariah Carey's <laughs> position. How do you feel that not only were so we I also- am, I am just so, what, we're talking about four Xanax and a, two glasses of wine. Two, <laughs> let's say seven. <laughs> All right, let's say seven glasses of wine, I'm two Xannies, and, yeah. uh, and uh, I don't know, 17 cigarettes, and it's 8 a.m., all right? And what okay. do you, what do you feel when morning. you hear alone, all right? <laughs> <laughs> your music. Oh, fuck, you're, you're making your children practice singing along to your words for the Christmas song. It's February, but they're singing Christmas songs. Oh, I mean, yeah. Have you heard? Sling TV offers the news you love for less. Hey, wait. You look and sound just like me. I am you. I'm the same news programs on Sling TV for less. You mean you're me, but for less money. A lot less. I'm all the favorite news programs and more on Sling TV starting at just $40 a month. Everything great about me, but for less money? Which makes me greater, don't you think? Get the news you love and more for less. Start saving today. Visit Sling.com to see your offer. Sling. The legends are true. With overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Donald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. I will actually tell you exactly how she responded um, in an Instagram post. I laughed so hard. It's her and her new man, this dancer she's been with. Brian and it says, right, Valentine's right. Marathon continues, hour 23 I heart, I love her. which means is the perfect response. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm literally having a marathon Valentine's Day with the guy oh, I'm currently fucking. this hot dude that I'm <laughs> fucking that, is, that actually is not doing this kind. Because, again, this is just obviously I'm going to. I, you know what? I'm going to say it. I'm going to hope it's a mental illness thing <laughs> of what Nick Cannon Yeah, I hope doing. he's mentally ill. Honestly, honestly I hope that's, well, this, I, I, When that. we were talking about this last week, I was like, there's got to be something. If it's not if it's not mental illness, it's got to just be some extremely specific fetish for, isn't this, isn't that, like, yeah. there must, I'm going to look it up. There's got to be a thing where you're like, I mean, he could be into pregnant women. He could be into just the idea of like, how capable he is of spreading his seed. Like, it just depends. He, I mean, that I will say, he's very good at he's that. He's really good that at That is it. unreal how good he is at that. I, could, I actually don't think I could do what he did. I don't think I'm capable of it. Oh, I really you, don't. I would love to watch you try. Not literally. To impregnate but... how many? Five women? How many yeah. is it? Okay. I could. And, I and think you could okay. do it. It's different. Ugh. So there's there is an article called "Why <laughs> Some Men Are Obsessed with Inseminating as Many Women as Possible." Um, it's. I think Why it's a little. Why do we have to use that word? Inseminating, <laughs> such a yeah. gross. I'm sorry, juicing them up. Yeah. It's a yeah, subtle yeah, distinction between them up. being attracted to pregnant women. I think is is uh, is different. Um, yeah. So get the baster. That's what I always say. Oh, you want the baster? You gotta keep them juicy. You gotta make that gravy. <laughs> 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 let's talk. Let's get more positive here. That halftime show was fantastic. Uh, commercials. Everybody loves them. Can and, I also uh, the just say, show. 
not fair that everyone's calling Fitty sent to Fitty now because then he has gained weight. I think what? he looks great. He looks they're, fine. they're all calling him too Fitty. Oh, yeah, and I don't not, think that's very not, nice. To me, it wasn't that he gained weight. It's just that he looks older. Everybody looks older. Yeah, of course they fine. do. Yeah. It's, we're a lot older than we were then. Him too. Well, wait, wait, what's the meme saying? Um, roll up in the club, bottle full of Tums. And I, it was <laughs> all there. Yeah, they're all the old guy at the club now. But you know what? They, they did a great, great job. They did it was great. great. It was Fantastic perfect. Fantastic celebration of uh, LA, also, especially like LA hip hop. Also, like the detail in the in the set pieces as well, mm. and how they used it, and how the dancers were utilizing. The Can dancing I just was say, great. Fucking Snoop, and then there was one point Snoop is singing, and behind him are these just like three like thick women dancing behind him. It was just like fuck yeah, like I. What an array of people! What like what a what a performance! It was a great it performance. The backup I dancers wanted. are always my favorite part oh, of yeah. usually any live uh, performance, but also the Super Bowl and the the dancing was great. The staging was great. Every single person, it, it like we haven't had a Super Bowl show that good, certainly in it, not since we've done page seven. Not yet. I'm gonna say it. Except for the one Beyonce. I was going to say, Beyonce, Beyonce, Beyonce. But this, to have it be like a a, a collaboration was something really fun and special, too. Yeah, you know, to have yeah. it be all, to be like, yes, now Kendrick is there. Yes. Yeah. You know, Dre and Snoop. Yes. Like, it was, it was just, it was like very, very, very satisfying. Mary Jane I also Blige. do love how many articles there were that were like, but did you know that Snoop was getting high before? It's like mind like, blowing. I'm yeah. surprised he didn't smoke a blunt like on the stage during the performance and, and everything. Yeah, you know, it's just so crazy. Also, he's in a legal state and he's Snoop Dogg. Yeah, he's Have Snoop you Dogg. heard? I'd be, pissed. I'd be mad if uh, he didn't. He do, did yeah, it that, sober. I don't want to see him perform so, sober. People are so stupid and uh, dumb. You know what I mean? And there was also a lot of annoying articles about like, yes. who is Mary J. Blige? Here's your explainer. And it's like, excuse me, what? what? <laughs> Wait, what? That's ridiculous. Ah! It's true. There was like, I should find hey there, what, honky talks. What paper oh, it was. Why don't you come down Had a whole like, here is here. Who is Mary J. Blige? Here's who, and it's like, it was like treating her as if she was like a little like random side mm -hmm. like bonus. I guess it's just be. I mean, you know, I would only say it's because maybe she didn't have the continual career that. Uh, the rest of them I seem guess, to have like she's like the, isn't the she 90s. like referred to as like the queen of hip hop? Yeah, she's amazing. Yeah. I'm not, I mean, no shade. I mean, I'm no, just, no, yeah. I just like, I just, I guess it's things like that where it's like, it's just so, it's just so obvious sometimes that right. mm -hmm. media is run by old crotchety white men. Sorry, right. yeah. Holden. You're, you're mid level though, so it's fine. You should see my crotch. It's incredible. <laughs> Crotchety. He's a middle aged, crotchy just white large. man. It's different. People describe it like when I went to the He's doctor crotchy. last week, there, he was like, You've got a large crotch. Like, hey, you're not crotchety. You just is He's it a problem? He's, He's like, No, it's crotchety sometimes, huge. but he's always crotchety. Uh, always crotchety. <laughs> Also, oh, shout out to Eminem for kneeling, uh, apparently against the uh, NFL's wishes. Oh, they were very cool. upset about it. They were very upset about well, it. I thought more was going to go down, and I'm kind of yeah. glad though, that, that it did stay. That I'm, I, but I am kind of glad they didn't push push boundaries too hard, just because I want more rap in my Super Bowl specials. So great. I'm hoping, you know, I didn't. It was all. I was great. only I think, worried I that they would do just because if they did just enough, you know, that everyone would be like, we can't have that anymore like that. 
We can't have any more acts like that in the Super Bowl. Uh, 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 nip no, slip. everyone was nip covered. Everyone, there was no yeah. scandal. Yeah, no, and it makes me sad that they had to tow that fucking in the line. shadow oh, no, of Kaepernick so and having Kaepernick having his entire career fucked by the NFL. Yeah, I feel like they, I feel like it would have been cool if they had shown some like explicit solidarity with Kaepernick. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. I also get True. it that. But he did the kneel. We got the one yeah, kneel. The kneel. I, I, I would have liked. And then more Neil Young came out and he kneeled. And that was cool. <laughs> and was just going yeah. like. <laughs> oh hey, it's a Super Bowl! <laughs> like, all right, he's kneeling. Get him yeah. out of here. He was like, "What's the Super Bowl? Is it a game? Is it played?" Football? They're like, "Yeah." They had to explain get to him what here. football was. They're like, "Get out of here, Neil Young! Go back to the valley where you write your songs that my oh. dad was trying to explain to me." I was so curious. It was such a dad movie because I literally implicitly stated, "Like, I'm very excited to see this halftime show." And this is, you know, and like just talked, you know, days before I was like, I can't wait to specifically watch this one part of the Super Bowl. And then just still found a way to talk my ear off in the in You got uh, nod. But what about the commercials? Did you have a favorite? Of course, y'all know. I I felt like I flew out of the room when I heard the Sopranos theme song. Uh-huh. I immediately was like, <gasps> "The Sopranos!" And that is was the Sopranos cool, playing. Sure. I think for me, loved I loved the uh, the little sh- the like Shit's Creek um, slash uh, what's his name? Why am I brain Eugene dead Levy. right now? Eugene Levy commercial was really great. I was looking forward to that one because I knew that was coming. And surprisingly, I rarely laugh at commercials, and I actually thought that Colin Joss, Scarlett Johansson. Uh, uh, Alexa commercial was really funny where she could start reading their thoughts. I kind of feel like they kind of bumped it up. Um, I will say, just even knowing um, the Doja Cat was in one commercial, can I just say real quick, I did record myself screaming in Florida because there was a Doja Cat song on the Light FM radio station, and <laughs> I was in my, it was in driving my mother's car <laughs> screaming, and I was like, what are you fucking mean? There's a no. She's not supposed to be on ninety four point nine. The station that Delilah is played on. <laughs> you can't play Doja Cat on there. And then I just realized it's times like that when you really do truly realize that. Man, I'm getting older, but everybody's staying the same. Um. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. I don't have definitely. COVID I'm fine. <laughs> I'm fine. It was fun to see, you know, the Guy Fieri thing was fun. So many Guy Fieri's. They want extra Fieri in my life. That was fun. You know, I don't know. I, like, am definitely a person who kind of hates commercials. I I guess one thing I hate about, like, small town living is the... when when you're hanging out with people and they start talking about like have you seen the one where the dog does the, it, you know and people describe a commercial to um, I feel person. like you're upsetting me I did reference Puppy Monkey Baby in the email <laughs> and I do think so about Puppy mad. Monkey Baby all the time <laughs> Puppy Monkey Baby I think it's just like a person who does comedy. Like nothing makes me more annoyed than when Puppy Monkey Baby. Than watching like middle aged people sit around and talk about how like we're middle aged. I'm talking about. I know we are, and I don't describe. You know, I generally normally don't go like. Have you seen the one where the dog says he's got to go to the moon? Puppy Monkey Baby. In my house, I get mad even Gideon. (laughs) If Gideon laughs at a commercial, I like look at him very angrily, and I like turn off the TV. I'm like, we don't laugh at commercials. My oh my god, my dad and and my mom too, and I think older people in general are such suckers for like cartoon like animals singing a song, like the Geico chameleon. Yes, people love it. 
And I remember I even turned to my dad. I was like, I I know you love these. I fucking hate them. I think they're so <laughs> unfunny I and so corny. Your dad trying to be like, and what about this? And you're like, no. And he's like, and how I about know. this documentary? And he and was like, like no. I forget which I forget which one it is, but it's always, you know, in the jungle, you know, and all the, in the, and the giraffe is singing and the, oh, and they're rapping now. Isn't that, and I'm just like, I, it is my, like Happy Feet. Remember that movie? The, my dad, every time the trailer for that fucking movie came on, he was like, oh, how And I was just like, I will need, as soon as I can move to New York, I will. I will never, I will never look back. You know what I mean? And that was, all right. Anyways, we have to get it. No, where, I, I mean, I was just recently at home. Every time I go home, my parents are shocked that I don't love the Big Bang Theory. They yeah, are shocked. <laughs> yeah, it's always on. And this, but time, Jackie, it's so funny. I had to watch so much Big Bang Theory and so much Young Sheldon. And every yeah. time I had to be explained of why Young Sheldon. I'm like, I know it's a spinoff. No, but you don't <laughs> understand because the thing is, is that he's from the South. I understand. It's a God fearing family. I, I understand. <laughs> I understand what Young Sheldon is about. I don't care for it. And I'll then there I am. I will say shout out to Matt Hobby, our friend, the pastor in that And show. also He's Craig great. D. Nelson's in it. I fucking love Craig. I'm not upset about the actors. Right. I'm no, no, upset I know, about I the creation yeah. of the show well, in just the being, first place. Just being with, and really it's just more being with parents, ta- you know what I mean, talking about. And I was, a, I was a sitcom junkie back in the day when I was growing up, but I am just not. I'm just a different place now. All right, here we go. <laughs> the celebrity conspiracy hit me with a share. Do you believe it? Is share? Good God. It's, it's rough because I usually let Jackie carry it, but she can't that carry was it this so week. Bad. I don't know. That's so was, whose idea was it? I think it was mine to sing share every week where I've got about a two note range and that lady's got I'm a big range. I'm usually down. I'm always down. Fine, I'm, I'm going to do fade. it. Do it, Holden. Do you believe? Oh, there Thank he you. Is. I'm the bad guy. Oh, duh. Is Cheryl Blossom from Riverdale based on Quinn Fabry from Glee? Wow. Oh, my God. Whoa. A Riverdale conspiracy theory. Yes, please. How MJ and I both perked up. Right? <laughs> Jackie was saying, but from you got Anne, her back. Who says, hey. I'm on my lunch break at work and don't have much time. I will not be fact-checking anything in this email, so prepare to be amazed and convinced. <laughs> I love that entry. Love it. <laughs> Hell love it. yeah, I love it. Did not think about it for too long. Did not do any research, so I fuck you, care. but here's my fucking research. I'm at lunch. I hate my boss, <laughs> I and love I hate it. you. <laughs> Cheryl Blossom from Riverdale is an apology to Glee fans and lesbians everywhere for the mistreatment of Quim Faber at Glee. I love this, too. It's like in line with the supernatural... Uh, one as well. Gleeks might remember Quinn as a blonde bully bitch who mostly served as a foil to Leah Michelle's character, Rachel. Quinn has a lot of harrowing times in the show, including a teen pregnancy and getting kicked out of her parents' house for said pregnancy. My theory is that Quinn was written to be a fairly two-dimensional and hateable villain, but Diana Agron portrayed her with such nuance that her deeper narrative arc was extremely compelling and hard to ignore. Also, Glee was my mom's show that I would come home and she'd be like, Glee, it's high school kids. And they break out into song. And I'm like, I know, but it's very fun. You have to I'm like, my favorite movie right now is about a guy who like shits himself to death. I don't think, you know what I mean? Like, I laugh at like a man being decapitated by like a monster. You know what I mean? That's like what I think is funny. Anyways, oh, Diana whoa. fans. <laughs> Sorry, I'm about to, I'm about, who is the person that wrote this in? 
Anne. Afterwards, Anne, I'm probably going to blow your mind. But okay. Diana fans have been speculating for years that Ryan Murphy, who is a showrunner for Glee, disliked Diana so much that he refused to give Quinn any meaningful narrative arc after her teen pregnancy and eventually wrote her off the show. Meanwhile, off camera, Diana was performing Glee songs live on Broadway. And in one performance, she wore a t-shirt that read, Likes Girls, even though Quinn was supposed to be wearing a different shirt. The day after said performance, Diana pinned a winding, winding inconclusive essay on her personal Tumblr about how she loves gay people. The essay didn't seem to amount to much and puzzled fans. Maybe she was trying to get groundswell support for a gay Quinn Fabry? Lesbians who watch Glee interpret Quinn as an extremely repressed teen who cannot fathom being gay due to her strict religious upbringing and nonetheless finds herself obsessed with a crushing uh, with, obsessed with and crushing on Rachel. Repressed gay women everywhere related to her urge to bully her crush instead of confronting her feelings. Could Diana have been pushing for a gay storyline only to be ignored and written out by her nemesis, Ryan Murphy? Who else worked alongside Ryan Murphy on Glee? That's right, Roberto Aguirre Sacasa, a.k.a. the head showrunner for Riverdale. Cheryl Blossom is everything that Quinn was. Mean, pretty, rich, repressed, and more. All caps, Kanye style. She actually gets to be a lesbian. (laughs) Did Roberto know Diana wanted more for the Quinn character? Did he write Cheryl as a sort of apology and homage to the bitchy blonde? Has Diana ever watched an episode of Riverdale? I think the answer is pretty clear. Keep up the good work. I love page seven. Do you believe... You fucks. I added that last part. Whoa, I know that Anne would never say that to us. And I want to say, Anne, that I appreciate the fact that you did no research on this and the fact that you came (laughs) at us during your lunch hour because I fucking love that shit. And the thing is that if you look it up, a lot of people feel that are Riverdale and Glee basically the same show. There's actually many overlapping a general ideas of both of the shows. And in fact, instead of people thinking that Cheryl is like Quinn, they actually feel that Cheryl is like Santana. Now, I don't know anything Ooh, about I like a hot Glee. one. <laughs> oh, except it's just it from the midday win. sun. Uh, yeah, yeah. That they actually overlap <laughs> in many ways, and that the, that the, they were they compare Choni to Britanna, which I guess is Brittany and Santana as a couple. I don't know these characters. You at all. could be speaking literally in an alien language right now. I have literally <laughs> no idea. No, I, the words I you even understand Riverdale, and I'm was, I'm still struggling over here. But I think. And I'm while gonna... you were talking about this, Holden slash Anne, there is a BuzzFeed quiz called Did These Absurd Storylines Happen on Glee or on Riverdale? And I was taking the test because I know all the Riverdale ones, which I did definitely forgot about. Ugh, MJ, remember when the cult leader tried to escape on his own made rocket? Yes, that was awesome. But there are other ones that are in Glee that I'm like, I hate to say this. Should I be watching Glee? Should I, I would watch maybe, Glee? I would maybe give it a shot. Should we do a watch along of Glee? I mean, who knows how long Gossip Girl will last? We're already doing like two episodes at a time on this uh, Discord watch along. Some Patreon, of them is like, the question was, a student had to get eye surgery after having a slushy mixed with rock salt thrown into his face. That is a Glee storyline. Really? Another Glee storyline. A teacher locked two exes into an elevator in hopes that it would get them back together. That is a Glee storyline. Wow. 
Oh. Um, the more I'm hearing about Glee, the more I'm thinking, maybe I should be watching. A, a religious club staged a fake rapture to scare another student into thinking she'd been left behind. That is a Glee subplot. I think that maybe, MJ, we need to watch Glee. Oh my God, I know. I feel like actually it will explain everything. It's like the Glee is like the first of all of these. It's like the first Riverdale, yes. the first Gossip Girl, the first of all of it. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. I don't know if I can handle all the singing. You know I love a musical, but sometimes and you I know you love the musical episodes, MJ, but I am not a huge fan of watching people that are not musical people sing music like in the style of a stage singer right you know what I mean? uh -huh. am i making sense yeah no it makes sense and you're right <laughs> i like the funny lady she's funny. i like the funny lady you know what i mean we know what's her name she's funny she's in marvelous miss mazel and she did the she does she's in commercials <laughs> um, do you have covid brain because... <laughs> i'm out of my mind i have baby brain i, I cried mean, earlier I because i couldn't remember day. dennis hopper's name and i was like am <laughs> i broken forever jane, <laughs> jane lynch? lynch is it jane, jane lynch, lynch? Yeah. yeah jane lynch ah uh, yes she is a funny lady she is a funny she is lady. in commercials she is, she is in a lot everything of you said makes sense <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because it's true. I believe in you, man. I believe too. I believe and too. I, thank God. Thank the Lord God. We all believe. And now it's time for the list. Oh, oh. who's on it? the list? You gotta say it, Hold man. You gotta have that list. Are you doing the list? You want me to? Do I'll do the list. Unusual okay, pre-fame careers of famous comedians. I I'm gonna be real with you. I only chose this list. Because Greg Davies, who I am obsessed with, he is the lead, he is the host of Taskmaster. I did not know that he was a high school drama teacher for 13 oh, nice. years. Ooh. I didn't know that. And it makes me, and then made me love him even more. Because now that I'm watching, I'm watching even more Taskmaster because I'm sick. And it makes me fucking feel good. And so if you want to feel good, you should totally watch Taskmaster. And I hate comedy. And I love it. <laughs> so... Some things I did know. It does Ken seem Jung. like it really has made you very relaxed by the way you describe it. <laughs> well, I think I'm so hopped up on medication right now to get me talking that um, yeah. I'm feeling more aggressive than Frightened usual. of you. Yeah, yeah. I knew that Ken Jeong is an actual <laughs> doctor specializing yeah. in internal medicine. Comedy That's was awesome. something Jeong yeah. did at night to let off steam, and now he is absolutely amazing. Now we got Bob Newhart. <laughs> He found early success with the release of comedy albums in the 1960s and then hosted the Bob Newhart Show. But before that, he was an accountant for the United States Gypsum Corporation. He wasn't cut out for accountant work, and his motto became, that's close enough, <laughs> which is not good for, good for an accountant. accountant. <laughs> it, it, but, but damn if it didn't lead to the creation of three excellent TV shows. Mm -hmm. I mean, Bob Newhart is uh, unbelievable. And I mm -hmm. actually am very surprised that I did not know that Sam Kennison and... I didn't know that he was a Pentecostal preacher before. Yeah, dude, he that's how we got. He yeah. got. That's how we got all good that's, at like commanding stations. Explains the, the everything yelling. about him. Think about it. Yeah, yeah. The, the, like, ah, like that big energy and that you know being able to command a room and 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 scream until people believe 
the thing you're trying to make them believe. I yeah. had no idea that he was a preacher. It makes yeah. so much sense. Yeah, totally. And he had a head injury as well, um, oh. which some people, a lot of people, attribute to some some of the greater comedians. Out I mean, I will a say I've had four injury. concussions. So there you go. That's probably why you're such a funny lady. You should be in commercials. <laughs> Am I a funny? Should I be in commercials? <laughs> Should I be in the picture shows? Yeah. I mean, I will say my mom still asked me multiple times, like, have you ever thought about being on SNL? Oh, the best. That's the ultimate parent thing, though, when you go into comedy. Everyone's like, you know, you ever heard SNL? You should do that show. Be on that. Whoopi Goldberg, who's in the hot seat right now, she fucking should be, but I did not know that Whoopi Goldberg was a corpse beautician in a funeral home before she made it. Doing hair and makeup on the dead wasn't so far out of Whoopi's comfort zone. She did attend beauty school after all. And I feel like that's a very weird way of saying, does that mean that models are akin to corpses? (laughs) Cracked? Because that's what it sounds like. A a fun little fact for me, I didn't know this. Instead of farts growing up, our parents and we, therefore, called them gassies. And uh, I brought this up to my dad, or he mentioned have, uh, someone having a gas. And I was like, oh, yeah, we used to always, why didn't we call him farts? He was like, that's what Whoopi Goldberg called them, uh, called it in this one movie she did. And I was like, Ghost? And he was like, yeah, that's the movie. And I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, hey, I can't believe I guessed that the first try. Also, does she really call a fart a gassy and ghost? Anyways, <laughs> somebody It's a great confirm. family thing. I it's like, know. yeah, I can't explain it. We saw a ghost, and then we just, for the rest of our lives, we call them gassies. Gassies. I don't even remember oh, the movie well enough to know which Whoopi Goldberg film it was. I could just <laughs> tell you it had to do with Whoopi Goldberg, and you were yeah. children, and it just stuck. Yeah, I didn't, because it was weird. Like, no one else called them gassies but <laughs> us, and I had no idea why. And apparently, it's because she said that in Ghost. Anyways, go on. That's very, that's I love those things though in your family, yeah, right? You're like, cute. what? And also, he was like, "Yeah, Whoopi Goldberg said it once in that in, this, in that one movie." And I was like, "Ghost?" He was like, "Yep, that's the one." I was like, "How did I guess?" She's well, it's a, a lot it's of a stuff. Fair I guess for a, a dad, like what? Like take a dad and then think about what Whoopi Goldberg movie right. he's thinking of. You know, he saw. Yeah, yeah. Have you heard? Sling TV offers the news you love for less. Hey, wait! You look and sound just like me. I am you. I'm the same news programs on Sling TV for less. You mean you're me, but for less money. A lot less. I'm all the favorite news programs and more on Sling TV starting at just $40 a month. Everything great about me, but for less money? Which makes me greater, don't you think? Get the news you love and more for less. Start saving today. Visit Sling.com to see your offer. Sling. The legends are true. Overwhelming power. sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of McDonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! I participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. See, I was thinking of Bogus because I've seen the movie Bogus a hundred thousand times. And yes, it is where Gerard Depardieu plays the imaginary friend of a young Haley Joel Osment. And Whoopi Goldberg, I believe, is a foster mother. I'm so upset you brought that movie up. Yeah, go on. Holden's dad hasn't seen that, Jake. Oh, dude, you're not referring to Gerard Depardieu. (laughs) (laughs) The Gerard Depardieu, Haley Joel Osment, Whoopi Goldberg vehicle? No. Oh, what? I will say, I saw it sister act with my dad in the movie theater, so I'm glad I didn't. It could have been that. Uh, or I, I'm it surprised I didn't bogus. mention that one first. Yeah. Phil Hartman. 
Uh, R.I.P. R.I.P. Phil Hartman, before he became the Phil Hartman we know and love, was an album cover designer. What? Hartman didn't start his television career until later in life, well after he earned a graphic art degree at Cal State Northridge in 1974. Had no idea. Holy shit, I had no idea, man. What a cool guy. See, it's a good list. Ricky Gervais. Ricky Gervais was a front man of British top 80 charting group Siona Dancing. <laughs> the glam pop band broke up in 84, but not before a brief flare of success in the Philippines. That sounds like a, a uh, character element of his in, from the original office. Like that that sounds like, it does. Yes, you know what I mean? <laughs> yes, completely. That or extras, you know, yeah. doing that. We've been just- um, I loved extras. I, yeah. And we've been watching uh, An Idiot Abroad because Jeff has never yeah. seen it. And just getting back into that makes me so happy. And last but not least, go check out our episode of Pop History on Wanda Sykes. Um, but did you know that Wanda Sykes, before she became the Wanda Sykes we know and love, was a contracting specialist for the National Security Agency. She bought everything from radar and surveillance equipment to furniture and even had a secret clearance level. I did not know that. I did know that because we did that episode. Yeah, we did that episode, but I want everybody else to know, and so you should check it out if you didn't know that. All right. Well, what I do know is I think I'm going Oh, we can't see. Why are you guys being creepy? I, I don't know, Jackie. I'm trying to match Jackie's MJ. energy. I was that like sultry? I would just yeah. Do you like it? Or oh, you hard right can't now? Yeah, <laughs> rock, rock throbbing right. Yeah, now. So, <laughs> crotchy, crotchy, crotchy. All oh, of the blood. My hands. <laughs> my hands are numb because all the blood left them, and they have went straight to my genitalia. Oh, well, you're unrelated crotch. to your temporary eyesight problems. Totally. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Two different. Weird, I got a lot of stuff. Honestly, I should be on my way to an emergency room right now. Yeah. <laughs> I will instead do blind items. Uh, You're good does. This A-list actress, Twee, who sometimes goes by she, brought herself an engagement ring and is going to post photos on social media on Valentine's Day, making it appear she was proposed to. I mean, the only person I know that got proposed to on Valentine's Day was Simone Biles, and I don't think that it's Simone Biles. Oh, that's No, nice. I guess this didn't actually end I up happening. So nice. But... Oh. I'll give you the clue again, the line again, at least. This A-list actress, Twee, who sometimes goes by she. This is a hard clue. She, uh, music and acting, the cannot find um, a place to pee. The second line is not a clue, but the first line (laughs) was a clue. See, I guess I don't know what the noun twee means i thought twee was an adjective so that's why my brain is yeah not... yeah it is an adjective but it's like me being poetic or whatever this a-list actress twee oh. who sometimes goes by she plays the ukulele does she play the ukulele i think so is it zoe de chanel yeah fucking it is of course it is I gave you a lot of but really. He said sometimes hits. goes by she, so that's yeah, why I was wondering. Him. I oh, I thought that I meant more. I thought that uh, they were a trans person. No, and then, like, yeah, I thought that he was like I don't I, like. I was so. Zoe Deschanel's in a group w- ca- with M. Ward called She and Him. Uh, yeah, I, I was like, live. is this somebody who's like has multiple pronouns that they use? Oh like, my DNA god! Situation? I, can't, I can't exist in 2022. It's uh, too confusing. Catch up, Holden. <laughs> <laughs> 
Although I will say, uh, you got a lot of love for the Sydney Sweeten. Uh, uh, I saw that, yeah. They were like, uh, I know it's Sydney all along. You um, did a good job. And I'm doing a podcast with all those people now called Sydney Sweeney. I knew it was Sydney Sweeney. We just <laughs> talk oh, uh, for hours about how we knew the answer to the, to the clue. That's clue. not true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so the cute couple shared some cutesy Insta Valentine's post, and Zoe's fans got wondering, uh, first Jonathan Scott, who, what, is he the the... Realty men. Oh yes, one of the property brothers. Property ah, brothers. Yes, I forgot. He oh yeah, they're they're making it. They're making uh, yeah. juice together now. Yeah. <laughs> he posted a pic of him smelling a rose. You should look at this picture. He's like laying and smelling a rose. Uh, yeah, rips. no, I don't want that. I don't know why, I know, right? but I don't want it. They're both like good looking in the same exact way. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. they look he like rips. they could be brother and sister. Yeah, she should be. <laughs> they they yeah. should call her the property sister. She oh. and him. Am I right? PST uh, or PST? <laughs> dot dot dot. Hashtag found his game. PST. Oh wait, take it back. I mean. <laughs> dot 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 hashtag Valentine's Day is next week dot 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 just a public service announcement yeah fucking fuck head Whoa, we know then, <laughs> then Zoe posted a pic of herself in a cute pink floral dress leaning on a white wall with the caption hear this now engaging Valentine's Day mode and everybody was like oh, oh all man the, and did, all her family was like, did fucking Jonathan you know fuck that. it up and he didn't even actually propose to her well this said she bought herself an engagement ring it was just gonna be like he did it you know what I mean which is a move but I don't think it leave happens. it to Jonathan to be like sorry I was working on the asbestos claim on this house <laughs> couldn't, uh, couldn't I especially love it <laughs> yeah, know, or something like that I will contract with you for the rest of yeah. my life <laughs> yeah. you're a big old housewoman, and I want to live inside you'll be my forever <laughs> home <laughs> you'll be my forever and a woman a big I'm old scared. house for a head is what you've got. <laughs> and also, my brother like, has to live man. with us. My brother Drew yeah. has to live. Well, with the, oh, you mean the non-property us. brother or the or the Ugh. real property brother? Oh, Skeletor, the, the non-property brother, the black sheep. No, no, sheep Drew. Drew is the other. Is the twin? The non-property oh. brother is, I think, JD is his name. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure he has a hip hop album coming out. But let's get on <laughs> to the next one. Let me get this straight. This A-list comedic actor slash host is making it seemed as if he was the victim in his divorce when it was he who was hooking up with a random women and an A-list co-star at at the time who was neither the co-star was neither married or with children. Nick Cannon. Fuck off. You love Nick Cannon. <laughs> I do love him. I want to get I want to have his baby. Okay, so he's, <laughs> I think that you just got to open up wide, bro. And I think you don't even get anywhere near him. So right? okay, wait. Junior. So, it's a doba. <laughs> Someone that's cheated and it's a host of a show. I saw Junior in the uh, movie theater with my dad as well. We saw we, Jumanji was another one we saw. That was Man, a good you one. guys saw all the, all the hits. All the we classics. We did see some really good ones. It's how we relate to each other. Sitting in the dark, not talking. Not talking. That's how we oh God, spend quality great? time. Uh, A-list comedic actor slash host. He was in an animated series that you love, Jackie. He... Um, he is a man. He has a name. I'm asleep. He's got I'm all asleep. Jimmy He's Kimmel. He's got legs and arms. Jimmy he went through Fallon. A divorce. His wife that he got divorced from is also a comedian. She also has legs and arms. She also was in. Um, both of them were in single comedy, sort of uh, mockumentary-ish style. Uh, <laughs> I, 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 I have COVID. 
did hold it. He's like, of course, of course, he may have been a horse at some point in his life. And oh, Bojack! <laughs> Bojack, it's Will Arnett. Yes, who is his comedian wife? Of course he's comedi- fucking cheating on her. Who is his comedian wife? Amy Poehler. And who was neither married nor with children co-star? That was a f- absolute clue of uh, married with children. Christina Applegate. Dude, it is. Christina oh. Applegate. It's really not hard to put the two together. I was I, thinking I of see that as a clue. Peggy, but that's too hard. Now, uh, well, the two Sagal, women in the show her. is not the dog, is it? It's got to be one of the two women. I You're going to guess know. either. Why are you yelling at us? Help me. I don't even have COVID. And I'm, you asked me to host the show. Me. I'm also help hitting me. a wall, Holden. <laughs> He recently stated in an interview that after their split in 2012, quote, I was driving to the set one day and I pulled over to the side of the road and cried for an hour. Um, That set he was headed to was most likely for the sitcom Up All Night, which he had uh, Christina Applegate as his on-screen wife. So uh, I guess the rumor there is that he cheated on Amy Poehler with Christina You're Applegate. You're a bastard. Pretty spicy. I am a bastard. I don't know. I, I hope this Arnett's isn't true. The They're both I bastards. I like Will Arnett. <laughs> yeah, you're a bastard. I like Will Arnett. I'm sorry that I pulled this one, Will. No, I just, you're not a bastard. I didn't have a lot of options. I love Will Arnett. Super funny guy. Sounds like he was not good to Amy Poehler. Right. It happens. Hate oh him. no, he's great. You love Bojack, remember? You love I know. I love Bojack. Man. Should I go watch Bojack and cry yes. after this? More like no. no Jack. More like No Jack divorcement. <laughs> <laughs> Am I gonna get a divorce? I haven't even gotten married yet. <laughs> Spit on my microphone. I'm so funny. God, everyone knows it too. So, so challenging to be so funny, and everyone know it. He is so. Funny. He's so funny. It's so fun when holding a host. Yeah, oh. everyone's like. I get stopped in the street in LA. I'll tell are you that funny man? Who's <laughs> <laughs> that funny show? Everybody says that about you. Uh, no man. one acts like I don't exist here. No. This, uh, here's our, your last one. Um, I need to come up with a clue for this one. So let me, let me see what your guests are off the bat, and then I'll come up with a clue. This back-in-the-day A-list, mostly television actress, who all of you know, says she is an empath. She charges fans $1,000 and hovers her hands over them for 30 minutes before making some musical notes on a pot and calls them healed. Oh, she throws in an autographed picture and a certificate of your healing as well. It's not um, all the he-dogs and all the she-dogs. No, no, oh. no. It's, she was on. She was actually a replacement of a main character on one of the most successful sitcoms of all time. <gasps> oh, um, Cheers. Yes. And was it Kirstie Alley? Yeah. Of course. Of course she's right. an empath. Isn't that exactly what you of would see her as being? She's kooky. Of she's like the Kanye of 80s sitcoms, right? She's I mean, 100%. Unfortunately Absolutely yeah. true. Yes. No, it's too Except bad. Except I'm going to posit maybe less original talent than Kanye. Yeah. I'm sad because she was one of the first people that like, I, I mean, you can go ahead and, and disagree with me, but I feel like it, it, at the point when she was starting to gain a bunch of weight and she's like, I don't give a shit. Right. Yeah. And there was part of me that always loved that about her. And then as she got older and, and more crotchy, if you will, <laughs> um, I'm sorry, crotchety and not crotchy. <laughs> Hold Big crotch. Crotchy. Yeah, yeah. She got crotchy. Wrap it up, Nick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, just so, you know what? I just want to say disgusted by this episode. I feel like uh, it's a disservice to humanity. Why? Um, 
Holden. No, I'm just kidding. No, I just, uh, just what? I'm glad we got. I'm glad we got out of it. But just what a what a bizarre state we are in um, as a culture that throughout this past week. You know what I mean? It's, it's been uh, weird. Everything's been really weird. It's been bad ways since I liked it. Yeah, that's it. I'm giving into the COVID. I don't exist anymore. Wow. Is that what you want to hear? I did not expect us to end this episode with this week. <laughs> But, you know, I got one thing to say to that. Chicken to China, the Chinese chicken. You didn't just choose the, the problematic the most, part know, of that now song. Now I'm canceled. Cancel me. Yeah. Good God. Yeah, you've been canceled. Edited out. You were the first the ever song, trans canceled person. Congratulations. <laughs> you found, you did it. You got there. Cancel me. <laughs> cancel just cancel me, me. MJ's new TV show coming out. Uh, just a sequel show me. to Just Shoot Me. <laughs> uh, no, I'm kidding. I had a great time with y'all today, and I'm glad we unpacked what we had to unpack. I think people would be mad if we didn't talk about, you know. We had to talk you got about to. it. Yeah. 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 And somehow Nick Cannon came out worse. How? How do you do that after a week of this? Of this much uh, from one other person that sh- at this point will be Voldemort shall not be named. It's Billy talk now. Uh, and instead, Nick Cannon, I actually think I hate more. It's unbelievable. Well, yeah. Welcome Nick to Cannon, 2022. I, I will say I Nick Cannon has less redeeming qualities than Kanye West in the <laughs> aggregate. Not right now. Yeah. Right now, right. there's nothing redeeming about Kanye West. As, but a in, to- as a whole. As a whole. There are things about Kanye West that are very important and good and interesting. Not so with Nick Cannon, except perhaps the movie Drumline. I will give him that. Hey, Drumline holds up. Uh, All right, everybody. That's been our episode. We hope you enjoyed it. We're going to do the plugs, and then we're going to end with the shout-out. So, hey, wow, I get to start this time, Jackie. I sort of hosted the show this time You did host the show, and thank you very much. Thanks, Holden. Thanks, Jackie, for showing up. I didn't show up when even my family had COVID, and I didn't have it. Well, you were the only one to take care of it. Yeah, and you did your episode. I didn't have it. Not so you can follow me on Instagram, <laughs> not Jackie uh, I even on know. Instagram. It is uh, not Jackie on Twitter as well. Yeah, so that's you can find not me what it is. <laughs> <laughs> it's Holden, I think it's Holdenator's Ho. No, but seriously, check me out. Twitch.tv forward slash Holdenator's Ho. Jackie and I, we do a really fun stream on Fridays. I stream on Monday, Tuesday, Fridays. You, you guys, come join us. It's so much fun. More importantly than that, though, I am legit having so much fun for our Gossip Girls watch along. We're only three episodes in. It is not too late. MJ, Jackie, and I hang out with a bunch of awesome people in our special Discord that you can get access to by just doing $10 a month on Patreon. For $5 a month, you can still join in over there on the text channels. We're talking RuPaul. We're talking Riverdale. There's all different text channels for different um, chat-alongs to talk about different shows, or you can talk about the episodes we just did and all that kind of stuff. It's super fun. And then for $10 a month, you can join us on our Watch Along Gossip Girl every Thursday, 5 p.m. PT. That that stands for physical therapy. Yep, we're gonna get we're given we're gonna be grinding. <laughs> Make sure your muscles are working. There you go. Properly. Nick Cannon. Uh so you can join us there on Discord via Patreon, patreon.com forward slash page seven podcast. And also one last thing, page seven podcast at gmail.com. Please send your celebrity conspiracies, your shout outs, your blind items. We use them. We love them. We need them. We live off them. We will die if we don't have them. Page the number seven podcast at gmail.com. Take it away. Either one of you. (laughs) You go, Jackie. I'm going. (laughs) 
Uh, my name is Jackie Zabrowski. Um, it's great because you can't get the COVID through your ear holes, and that is wonderful. But I hope that you're taking care but of yourself. But try, Jackie. What a nice. Is that how is is that how I do it? Yeah. My name is Jackie Zabrowski. Follow me on Instagram at Jack That Worm, and um, come hang out on Fridays and coming out on Tuesdays and Thursdays over on Twitch.tv forward slash. Oh no, it's Jackie, where we talk about sex and we try to have sex with um daddies in a cul-de-sac via game. We're talking about sex, Jackie. You got. You should use that for the theme song. Anyway, I should. No, <laughs> no one would ever sue me. <laughs> My name is MJ, and I'm MJKLCat on Instagram. Love we it. love you, cuties. Thank you guys for listening to my sick voice. Oh, and uh, also to finish it out, the shoutouts. Enjoy shout shout out. These are the emails that you wrote it about. Come on, gonna read them to you. Come on. Hey, everybody, Holden here to do your weekly shout outs. I know, I know, I'm not Jackie. She uh, has the stupid Novid or whatever, so I'm jumping in for her. I hope you don't mind. I promise she will hear all of these and revel in them and feel them deep in her the guts of her, but I will be doing them this week. Ha <laughs> First up, we've got Francis, who says, hello from across the pond, Jackie Holden and MJ. I just want to start by saying thank you all so much for keeping me entertained whilst I work and making me laugh and shout at my Alexa when you're on a rant I agree with. It's the best. The reason I'm contacting you is because I want to shout out my very best friend, Katie. As I mentioned, I am from England, and whilst at university, I did a year abroad to continue my studies as UMass Amherst Maroon Platoon in 2008. I arrived in America without one of my suitcases as it got stuck somewhere. Had to ride a piss-scented Peter Pan bus all the way to Amherst as the lose had broken, and I was super down. Oh, the lose. I love it. I was in a foreign country without a phone, without one of my suitcases, and so nervous, that's when Katie came to the rescue. I nervously attended a dorm party, and it was the room of her, at the time, boyfriend that, the I guess, the party was at. Us being 20 couldn't drink boo america wake up to uk rules i get it totally i hear that but she had a stash and shared it with me she then offered to take me to target the next day to get stuff i thought no one could be this nice and genuine as us brits are a little more closed off but nope the next day she brought her car and took me to my first ever target trip who is that nice ever since we have been best friends and even though she still lives in massachusetts and i am in essex england we are still very close i love it the five hour time difference doesn't affect us. I message her every day and she messages me. No one can drink champagne, watch nonsense, get our nails done, and chat endlessly like us. We have traveled and got up to all sorts of mischief along with seeing each other get married and her being the godmother to my daughter. We are hoping to plan our next great adventure once COVID behaves. She has been there for me when things have been super dark and even came over when I had my serious postnatal depression and psychosis, getting the right meds and being diagnosed with depression, anxiety, and BPD. This woman is an angel and a little devil. Wink! All rolled into a wonderful package. I love my American and hope to forever have her in my life. I also want to shout you out, Jackie. Oh, me. Thank you so much because you are a wonderful human. Thank you for speaking so honestly about how you have had trouble in the past and how you were not always the nicest person. I mean, me too. I don't know if you guys know this about me. I was also a jerk at points, especially in high school. I have a friend 
who was very close to me and properly introduced me to LPN, but we no longer talk. A large part of it was my fault, and I would one day love to talk to her again. But I understand if she never wants to. Ooh, are we making a connection here? Oh, please, I hope this uh, changes things around for you. It's hard, but you must own up to your actions because, as Marcus says, mental illness isn't your fault, but it is your responsibility. At the time, I didn't fully have a grip on things, and that broke us apart. If you're listening to this, Vicky, I miss you, and I hope one day to talk to you again. My number is the same, so should you ever want to talk, message me. If not, I get it, and that's that. I am also going to forgive myself because I wasn't 100% myself, and this is an ongoing process of growing and healing. I love that, and I love that for you, and I hope that things work out, and I hope that Vicky contacts you. Thank you, Jackie, for sharing all your struggles and making me feel not as insane as I am. No, I'm not the only one. Much love to you all, Francis. Thank you, Francis. Uh, This one comes in from Betty, who says, Hi, loves. First, I wanted to say thank you. My husband and I just put on your latest episode to cheer us up after finding out our sweet baby dog, Morty, has a cancerous bump. Oh, no. We are obviously devastated, but it's a testament to your show that we got the news. And after figuring out next steps and sobbing, we're immediately like, let's turn on page seven. That will cheer us up. Seriously, that's incredible to hear that, Betty. So this shout out is for Morty, who can use all the good vibes right now. He's a five-year-old pit bull rescue who has already been through so much as he had a broken hip when we got him and could only walk on three legs. He had physical therapy, which was adorable. They have him walk on a treadmill and a water tank. That is amazing. To learn to walk on his, quote, lucky fin, as we call it, and has been doing really great up until this news. He hates baths, loves cuddles and kisses, and is the best emotional support animal anyone could ask for. If anyone wants to see pictures or videos of Morty and his little sister, Bean, they have an Instagram and TikTok at Morty and Bean, M-O-R-T-Y-A-N-D-B-E-A-N, Morty and Bean. We are not monetizing them or anything. They just bring so much joy to everyone who meets them because they have the biggest smiles and even bigger hearts. Thank you again for always providing some levity. It means so much to us. Love you, Betty. Also attached her some pictures. The last one inspired by Jackie. The last one is my friend Ashley taking Jackie's cue and basting the children as the mistress of Thanksgiving in 2020. They are so adorable. I love these pictures. Thank you so much for sharing them. And again, I'll make sure Jackie and MJ also see them. This one comes in from Kate. Hello, Jackie, Holden, MJ, and Natalie. I just wanted to send you guys an email to shout out this awesome show. It's been with me through good and bad times and more recently, a big shift in life. You know that void of a major breakup after a four-year relationship and having to move back home. Ugh, absolutely. But I heard your pop history on RuPaul, how it's not wrong slash shameful to move home. Agreed. And especially if it helps you move forward. And I think I'm going that trajectory. I just got a new job in Boston that's paying me more. I'm closer to friends. I used to live four hours from friends and family. And I'm taking the time to heal with my art and sewing again. So long story short, thank you for making me feel not alone and give me reasons to laugh. And even though I'm crying while writing this, ugh, that's just my cancer crab energy. I get it, Katie. I'm smi- Kate, rather. I'm smiling and looking forward to the future. All my love, Kate. P.S. Special thanks to MJ for helping me look into and come to understand that I'm a Demi girl. I never understood why I felt like sometimes, yeah, I could be girly, but other times I wanted to be no gender. And doing more searching, I found the term that reflected me best. I love it. Stay safe, everyone. And I hope for wonderful things for you all. Thank you so much. This next one comes in from AC who says, Hey, y'all. Thank you so much for your work. You're the only celebrity culture podcast I've ever been so consistently entertained and delighted by. Amazing, AC. Thank you. 
I'd like to, if possible, request a self shout out for my 29th birthday on the 18th. So close to MJ's. I've had a really tough time of it the past few years. Haven't so many of us, AC, both due to the obvious circumstances of the Rona and some general bullshit in my personal life. But things are finally starting to look up. I'm moving to a new city next month. Congratulations. I'm getting real help for my brain problems. Hell yeah. And I'm going to be pursuing my lifelong dream of studying animation in the fall. I love that. And I'm honestly pretty pretty proud of myself. I hope none of this is out of line and I hope I got the email right. Take care, you lovely people. Of course, you got the email right, AC. Uh, Perfect. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Next up, we have Jody who says, Hi, Page 7 friends. Love you all. Love the show. It's my fave and all of LPN, of course, but you guys are my favorite. Shh, don't tell Henry. Y'all helped me survive the panorama and an already abusive eight-year relationship that turned even worse during quarantine. Like, ugh, I have think my heart goes out to all of you that have had to deal with that and how quarantine made that so much worse for you guys. And um, so uh, I'm I'm glad you're uh, you're a survivor uh, that you made it through. You all kept me laughing when I was miserable and your example of positivity and love and acceptance was and is a constant reminder there are good, genuine people out there. And all y'all's openness about your lives and current and past struggles is very appreciated, especially knowing the success you all have had after those experiences. It reminded me that I have friends and people who love me because y'all remind me of my tribe. For a survivor of abuse that is huge and was for me because the fucker abusing me was constantly trying to convince me otherwise. Hearing this stuff, uh, Jody, is really impactful for me, and I really appreciate that. I can't believe we have this much of an impact, to be honest. It's really amazing. Anyways, I'm shouting out my big bad bitch self. Hell yeah, dude! Uh, Because I performed an act of radical self-love back in October last year and dumped the chump kicked his sorry ass to the curb for good and it was terrifying hardest thing I've ever done we have a son together which made it harder but I did it congratulations Jody I'm healing and feeling better than I have in years I've lost over 30 pounds fuck yeah finally put a name to my sexuality after years of saying I was bi but never feeling like that was quite the right fit but I figured out I am a proud pansexual woman and the world is now my fucking oyster of happiness and opportunity y'all I'm having a real e pray love moment in life and it's fucking epic so far part two of this self shout out i know i'm being extra but this shit is good i promise (laughs) is that i made a move yesterday on a woman who i've been massively crutching on since we met last summer i went to i went old school with a mix cd and cheesy roses are red poem i would love to get a mix cd these days that would be so amazing roses are red poem involving both of our fave star trek character jordy laforge forever telling her i'm into her totally cheesy but so fun and something i've always wanted to do but never had the guts i had planned to leave it for her on her car at work as a surprise but because the universe has a sense of humor she came outside the minute i pulled up so i just gave it to her in person i don't know why my lady balls took so long to drop but i'm very proud of myself even if nothing comes of this this was a big deal for me and i'm feeling like one bad bitch anyways if you made it this far thanks for reading of course you made it this far i love this email jody love you all so much thanks for being the best friends i've never met Peace and love, Jody. I love that so, so much. Uh, and this last one comes in from Steven, who says, Good evening, Jackie, MJ, and Holden. Hope it's evening where you are. It sort of is. It's almost it's 420, uh, technically right now for me, on the West Coast of America. 
I'm a big fan of the show. The Last Podcast Network has inspired me to do most of my Midtown drinking at Pioneers. The loudest bar. Oh, my God. I've spent so many crazy nights at Pioneers. Uh, that is wild. However, I could never hope to compete with the level of rabid lunatic reverence that my lovely wife holds for your madcap antics. And with your permission, I would like to use this forum, her favorite, to shout out my amazing, hilarious, beautiful, rich, genius partner, Robin. I don't know her name on your guys's... I don't know her name on your guys's Twitch channel, but it probably has the number 69 in it because we're 12. We just celebrated our 10-year drunken hookup anniversary, and fingers crossed we'll be celebrating a solid decade of officially dating in March. I love that. Uh, Lexi and I also have a uh, uh, drunken hookup anniversary and then a actual dating anniversary that is uh, uh, like about a month or so later. We got married at some point between then and now, but who gives a shit? Hell yeah. Robin, when we met, I was just a sun-bleached cow skull in Austin, Texas, and you were a little old jug of moonshine from Arkansas. But now we're a couple of grown-ass rat kings living in Jersey City, New Jersey, baby. It has been a such a privilege to watch you flourish over the years and become the best version of yourself. Oh. I mean, you were pretty good before, but now you're amazing. In 10 more years, you'll be a fucking god. Thanks for letting me tag along. I love you. Also, solid decision to move to the East Coast. Also, I ate a couple of your ginger chews. Hope that's cool. That does it for me. Thanks. Love you guys platonically. Thank you, Steve. Yours in Christ, Stephen. Thank you so much, Stephen. And thank you, all of you, for your lovely shout outs. Uh, I hope I did them justice. Um, I'm sure Jackie will be back soon with them. But hey, you know what? You got to step in and help where you can. The lady is exhausted right now with that dumbass pandemic disease. Uh, You guys are the best. We'll be back with more stuff next week. And until then, take care and love you to pieces. Bye. This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors. You can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. Hi, Max. I wanted to share something with you. I wanted to tell you how grateful I am on how you've embraced your sobriety since day one. I'm grateful for how you changed your life. I'm grateful for the love you have for me. I'm grateful for you. Love, Mom. If your loved one is still struggling with addiction, you might not feel like you'll ever get to grateful. But we can show you how. At Karen, we've helped families overcome addiction for 70 years. So if your loved one is ready for something different, visit caron.org slash lost. The legends are true. But overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last.